It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here, looking towards the glorious, glorious weekend. Sure, the weather's going to be cold, but there's still something that goes through your brain on a Friday knowing you can reach out and touch it. It's so close. It's right there. Always important, though, to go to any weekend with a clear conscience. So we're here for the airing of the grievances Fuzzy Danae is about to get a few things off her chest. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's things that we're all going to say, wait a minute, I'm with you 10,000%. Well, I'm pretty sure it's something that one province will agree with for sure, and that's the only province that doesn't celebrate this. Hey, everyone. Happy Friday. <laughs> Woo, we made it. We're here. We get to enjoy the beautiful weekend outside of the confines of where, oh, sorry, what's that? Oh, oh, it's a short weekend. Uh-oh. It's a short weekend that we're heading into. Oh. Literally the worst weekend of the year. No. That's right. Saskatchewan has it right. We lose an hour to time change. Oh. On a Sunday morning when we spring forward, even though it looks nothing like spring where we are right now, 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. in a second. Can we talk about not only how annoying it is, but how dangerous time change is? Dangerous. Yes. All the injuries that happen surrounding time change. Changing clocks? Well, there is legit a stat that says there are more car crashes in the few weeks following time change due to sleep deprivation. Really? So there is that. But what about the injuries, yes, Fuzzy, that physically happen when you are changing the time? Sure, your phone does it for you. That's all fine. You're not sleeping in anymore. You can't use that as an excuse. 99.9% .9 of us use our phone as an alarm clock. You're good there. But what about all those broken nails when you're trying to hit those tiny weird little buttons in your car? <laughs> those hurt. The mental anguish of trying to change your microwave and hitting time and then entering the time and then forgetting to hit time again and you go back, you're like, I thought I changed it. What? Are you playing tricks on me, microwave? I literally do that every time that I'm like, should I just turn on the microwave and just cook something now? Like, I feel like I'm ready oh. to go. Uh -huh. Ugh. And how many people fall off the stools that they have to climb up onto to change that dumb clock above their pantry. <laughs> it has happened to me. The one analog clock in the house. I know I am not alone. And that's all the, like, the physical dangers and everything. Can we talk about the actual timing of time change and who invented this and who came up with this and thought this was the best time to do it? First of all, why does it got to be Saturday night? We're out having fun, usually, and every few minutes it shoots back into our head. Oh, wait, I got to start my day an hour earlier tomorrow. We're ending, we're losing an hour of this fun tonight. At least if it was on Friday night, it would give us some time to adjust uh, over the weekend, okay. right? And why does it have to be on a weekend period? Make it Monday afternoon at 3 p.m. <laughs> That's a great idea. Let everyone go home early on the worst day of the week and then ignore everything I just said. That is a great idea. Hey, everyone, it's 2.59. <laughs> the clock turns over. It's 4 o'clock. Yeah. Time, time to go. Time to go. Time to go. We are idiots for not questioning this sooner. I know we voted and all of that stuff. We voted to keep it, so that's all there. But let's at least vote to make it happen at a different time of the week. Middle of the week. Yes! T Tuesday, the worst day of the week. That's we can whatever. all agree. We can all agree Tuesdays are the worst day of the week. Why not make the Tuesday an hour shorter? Don't take away an hour of our precious weekend. I I don't want to see Danae angry, so it's official. <laughs> time change is over. Thank you. Uh, we have to declare it right now. Yeah. 
And I'm sorry for starting that conversation being like, hey, it's the weekend. Yeah, we're feeling good. Because now I don't know what to think anymore. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. We are discussing very, very petty breakups that have happened in Calgary. Could you imagine sitting there across from somebody? There is literally a lawyer between you. Mm -hmm. You're dividing your stuff because you're in the process of separation and divorce. And then it goes down to, you know, house, car, pet. And eventually we get to streaming services (laughs) and who gets Netflix. It's a real thing, man. It is. And it is something that should be decided by the lawyers because in a lot of situations, it's something that just gets decided outside of actual any mediation. And then you're like, but wait, maybe I should have had the lawyers decide that kind of thing. friend of ours uh, goes to hop on Netflix (laughs) a couple of weeks ago, you know, uh, in the process of this whole deal. I'm going to go uh, watch one of my shows. Go on, and it's that new thing where it's like, sorry, you can't access this account. Right. Because it can only go to the host person. Right. You're in the wrong IP address. Yeah. And then comes to work and says, guys, I lost Netflix <laughs> in my divorce. And we're like, holy cow. Of all the things to lose. <laughs> the idea of losing Netflix in a divorce. Our friend uh, Tori's on the line. What, what are your thoughts on that? And tell us about a uh, petty breakup where you lost something. Oh, absolutely. I mean, immediately when you said he lost the Netflix account, I was like, ugh, I can relate. Like, can you imagine losing all those hours and, like, the algorithm? Like, it knows you. Totally. <laughs> it knows you better than your, like, now ex. You know oh, I mean? my so God. I really support him in that. I get it. I get it. But, like, the thing I'm still, like, uh, I don't know how many years later, still so mad. Remember back in the day when we could burn CDs for each other and make, like, playlists? Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. You, you had, a, you had a, like, a mixtape CD. Oh, yeah. So I used to make those, like, all the time. And in this one relationship, they were called the Funky Hella Tight, and it was volumes one through, like, 60. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was when I was, like, young, and, like, you know, this was around, and it was fun and things to do. And I was primarily driving at that point because, like, he didn't drive very well. So I was like, I'm driving. <laughs> Let's do this. Um he couldn't find the CDs when, like, I was moving out. And I was like, what What do you mean you can't find these CDs? There's literally, like, 60 of them. You can't find even one. So, like, there's just, like, decades of beautiful music, like, especially <laughs> from, like, the early 2000s and yeah. stuff like that that are on there. Funky Hella Tight volumes are just gone forever. Oh. I think you could try to recreate a playlist, but, you know, you're missing, like, the gems that are just, like, you hear and you're like, I forgot about that song, but I love it so much. Yeah, and, like, that was still when, like, it was, like, a little past LimeWire, but, like, you could still, like, pull those weird, like, before YouTube comedy audio clips and stuff like that, and you could throw them on a CD. So, like, all of those are just gone. You can't oh, man. Yeah. I'm still mad about it. It's been so long. <laughs> Probably like half my life ago. I'm so upset still. It's it's so funny. You 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 break up. You know, 10, 15 years ago. These are the things you have to think about. Yes, yeah. exactly. Who get who gets funky hella tight? And then and then today it's like, all right, we share Spotify. Yeah. But uh, I would like to have it because I've got better playlists yeah. on it than you do. Right. Right. And there's a whole situation. You got to have mediators. It's tough, man. Uh, petty 
breakups. We're looking for the most petty thing that was uh, argued over in a breakup in Calgary. Keisha's here to tell us about uh, what was lost in a in a breakup. This is pretty funny. Oh, it was actually really funny. I kept the two cats, and uh, it was around Christmas time, so we had the Christmas tree set up and everything all nice. And uh, I actually worked at a large-scale printing company. Okay. So I had this large Grinch and uh, a printout of the dog Max and everything all set up. (laughs) He took the Christmas tree and all the Christmas gifts and everything. (laughs) So when I came home, it was just like the Grinch and the dog and all the like empty wrapping paper. (laughs) It was pretty great. You couldn't even be angry because it was just so perfectly set up. You got the cats. He stole the Christmas tree. (laughs) Yep, yep. So I'm guessing the reason didn't work was because of his sense of humor, because that's pretty funny. No, no. The sense of humor, I could handle. So now every time you think of the Grinch, you think of your ex-boyfriend. That is the best thing ever. Oh, yes. And I actually still set it up every year and get a good laugh. Oh, dear. Okay, this Aww. conversation is uh, is way too much fun to, to stop here. This is where we are looking for your help here. Uh, story about Calgary's pettiest breakup. Who got what? How'd the other person feel? Let us know what happened. Got a text to 985-985 from someone who wishes to remain anonymous. They say, breakups suck. He took both PlayStation systems and <gasps> rock band. <laughs> the years we spent playing all gone. When he took it in a breakup, I took everything else wow. except his personal Wow, wow, wow. He got his clothes, his shoes, and his men's products. She took everything else in the fully furnished house. It's so funny, though. I got everything else, but I'm mad I'm he got the PlayStation <laughs> and the Rock Band game. Oh, man. That is hilarious. Uh, Jamie's got a story about the pettiness of her breakup. What happened? Oh, yes. <laughs> so I was with this guy for probably eight months or so. And in May, when Keith Urban decided to come to Calgary, We were like, oh, let's go. And I said, I'll buy them for your birthday. And so he got me an Apple Watch for my birthday to kind of like match the price. And then in July, I ended up breaking up with him. And then he gave me an ultimatum saying, either you give me the Apple Watch back or the tickets. So that's when I decided to give the Apple Watch back. And I went to the concert, (laughs) ended up on the floor touched Keith Urban's hand and it was the best night of my life. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. The interesting thing is is that he had already given you this as a gift, whereas the Keith Urban tickets hadn't been gifted just yet. Yeah, I'm like, even though that you knew about them, they're still mine. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. So you don't have an Apple Watch, but you have, like, the greatest memory ever. Oh, I ended up buying myself one a couple weeks later. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Need him. Then you put it on the wrist that touched Keith Urban. Oh, yeah. It was the best night ever. When it comes to petty, I think the award may actually go to Kiana for being petty. Uh, She says, I was the petty person. I left him with everything because I didn't want any reminders of him. But I did take all of the toilet paper when I moved out. (laughs) Yes. There's a there's an analogy there about being left up some type of creek. We'll not go any further with. However... That right there savage, is a mic drop at the end of a relationship. We move on to our friend, uh, Emily. Tell us about your situation. <laughs> I dated somebody. They got me this flat screen TV for Christmas. We, we split. And then six months later, one of his friends came to me and said, yeah, he wants his TV back. 
Oh, <laughs> he couldn't even ask you himself? No, he got one of his friends to ask me. And by the way, he thinks you still have a crush on him. I'm like, oh, trust me, there's no crush here, and I'm just in the TV, so you can thank him. So, Emily, I need to know what happened. Did you give the TV back, or did you tell him to pound sand? I still have the TV. Yeah! <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here on Friday morning. Excited for the weekend. Always important, though, to head into every weekend with a clear conscience. So we're here for the airing of the grievances. Fuzzy, what do you need to get off your chest? When I do my grievances, I like to never point specifically at one person. Okay. Like, I like it to be a general concept about Mm -hmm. people who don't know how to park, as opposed to the person who is driving the yellow vehicle at this. I'm not going to do that ever. Except for today. Oh, Oh, okay. okay. All right. Where I have a grievance with one very specific person. Yesterday afternoon, I went to Chinook Center, and I parked at the parkade by the theater. First level, so it's not that situation where you're like, oh, crap, I can't find my car. No, wait, I'm on the wrong level, which has happened to a friend of mine. Sorry, Gordy, we're throwing you under the bus today. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. But as soon as I opened the door, I was assaulted by a foul funk. Uh Oh. Oh. A foul funk that followed me almost all the way to Old Navy. As it dissipated... It made a boomerang-like return near the bay. It was then that I realized that I was in the tailwinds of a crop duster. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) A crop duster that had three escapes to take care of whatever they were holding on to. But rather than duck down the hallway and head to the basement just after Victoria's Secret, which is a secret bathroom that not everybody knows about, (laughs) this person continued. Up the escalator to the food court. <laughs> oh, your escalator, you're trapped. With a captive audience trapped. Ew. This person and their rank rump somehow managed to remain ahead of me <laughs> all the way to the source. Yuck. The worst part about this is that I'm sure that there were people who assumed that I was the putrid perpetrator. Yeah. To which I say I was only responsible for the one by Bath and Body Works. Oh, my God. Because if I'm being honest, there's no better place to do that because Bath and Body Works always smells amazing. It's a very fragrant place. Let me just take a look at this soap here. Oh, wow. Candles. Lovely. Keep walking. Now, while I can't confirm who was blowing a booty blanket of bad air, oh, I can request, please, don't be that person. Okay, sure. <laughs> Once, done. Twice, all right. But three times, then? Really? That's a lot. Do better. Or better yet, don't. <laughs> don't, or, yeah. Just, don't. Just take care of that. Don't. <laughs> Yikes. Don't. What we do encourage you to do this morning uh-huh. after experiencing everything that Fuzzy has just described, it's using booty blanket of bad air in a sentence this weekend. <laughs> or rank rump. <laughs> Future perpetrator? That's pretty good, too. Hey, 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 hey. Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Time for shout out. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Guaranteed. ActionFurnace.ca. This is where we pause for positivity. We talk about good things happening around Calgary. 
Lots of talk about the big day that is International Women's Day this week on the show and supporting all different types of local women-owned businesses, Danae. Yeah, and there's so many. And just when we think, oh, we know all of them, we get another phone call about an incredible local yeah. business owned by a woman named Elena. She told us all about it. <laughs> sure. So we have a, a restaurant on Heritage Plaza. We uh, employ all U- Ukrainian refugees, and we cook authentic hand-pinched pierogies, cabbage rolls, borscht, all kinds of Ukrainian dishes, as well as um, Uzbek pilaf and Georgian bread, Khachapuri bread. Uh, it's great quality, and like I said, it's all authentic. It's made by um, ladies from Ukraine. Kate, this sounds absolutely glorious. I am like, I love pierogies. Like, top five favorite foods. So that's amazing <laughs> that there's a spot in Calgary we can get them made, like, so authentically. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it, it's truly a great business. And we were featured on CTV News once. Uh, and uh, because we are a um, Russian-speaking family, but we, we've, made a, um, uh, uh, we've made a promise to ourselves that we want to make a difference as well. So we employ all Ukrainian refugees. Yeah, that's incredible. And what is the name of the business so we can send people there with mouths watering for authentic <laughs> Ukrainian food? <laughs> they are truly mouth-watering, that's true. Um, and we have uh, different kinds. Uh, the name of the business is Pilaf Central. And we are on the plaza with uh, London Drugs on it, uh, Heritage and McLeod. Thank you so much for telling us about it, Elena. Thank you so much. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Pilaf Central, they specialize in takeout. Fuzzy, how amazing would it be to kick off the weekend on a cold, snowy day yeah, in Calgary. With, with pierogies. With a oh. belly full of pierogies, bro. Oh. That would be awesome. Great way to start the weekend. Oh. So glorious. Getting so hungry. Just about to Google what time they open uh. and figure out the weekend eating plans. Uh, very happy to talk about Elena's business on Shout Out. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. You know what? Here's something that might be able to help you this weekend. Uh, we've learned that chapstick can really help with any minor cut. Fuzzy, how did we come across this information? Well, it was yesterday morning where Danae had a piece of paper in front of her and she balled it up and she was going to get rid of it. But rather than throw it into the garbage, she decided to dispose of it within her cleavage. Listen. (laughs) Sometimes things get dumb in here. You know, we have a lot of fun in here, both like when we're chatting with you and while the songs are playing. And I was being a little silly. There was a piece of paper there. (laughs) I put it down my cleavage. Uh, and then I went to take it out of my cleavage, and I cut myself. You gave yourself a paper cut. I immediately regretted that dumb decision to do that, because not only did I get a paper cut, like, kind of, like, up on my, like, chestal region. Like, Multiple cuts. Yeah, but, like, right in the cleavage as well. Well, then it got really awkward, because you're like, guys, look, I cut myself. Look. And then yeah. me and Fuzzy were like, no, we no. can't. You can't. can't it was not a trap. I promise you that. I, you know, we're all, we're all no, it was friends a paper here. Tra- it was a paper <laughs> trap is what it was. <laughs> paper trap. Uh, but it really, really hurt. And I was like, oh, so of course, like, we, we talked about it and uh, got a text in 985-985 saying you get a paper cut, put lip chap on it. Well, then it was awkward because today's like, hey, guys, who's got lip chap? Yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, no, again, we don't, this is awkward because, like, yeah. we're close. We're, we're, we're good friends. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, we spend a lot of time with each other every day, but we can't have 
us wiping lip chap on other people's body parts. Yeah. That's really, no. really weird. No. That's a visit to HR, probably. Well, and then I was like, Fuzzy, you've got polysporin on your finger from when you got stitches. <laughs> yeah. But that's a whole... But again... What do you want me to do? Hold my finger out and say, okay. Well, yeah. Just, you, you hold you, your you, finger you out. You walk towards it? Like yeah. That's, you yeah, hold your problem. finger out and hold still and close your eyes and I'll just move around on it. No, that's going to be really that's weird. That's real problematic. That's really weird. Uh, so, I, uh, <laughs> thankfully, I didn't have any lip chat, but I have this Laneige lip sleeping mask from Sephora that I use obsessively on my lips. And I was like, I wonder if gloss is going to do the same kind of thing. So I dabbed her on there, and then it looked like it had a real greasy chest for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's okay, because it worked. It actually worked. And I was like, that, that is so crazy. It immediately stopped the stinging sensation. So, of course, I had to be like, why? What's the deal with that? Apparently, the reason a paper cut hurts so much, you're like, it's just this tiny little thing. Yeah. It's because your nerves are exposed to the air. Oh, okay. So as soon as you put something like a lip balm or a yeah. lip chap it over top a of that, it creates a barrier. And if it's a wax-based uh, lip balm, then it's got it will also help slow the bleeding down if it is like a bleeding cut as well. So it actually, guys, real dumb, but a scientific discovery. Maybe I should have used lip balm on my finger instead of instead of going and getting stitches. Maybe that would have yeah. worked. Yeah, maybe, maybe, might, maybe, might. maybe. Um, if you're just tuning in and not expecting to hear medical advice on our show this morning, well, it's probably because it's not norm- normally a thing. Um, but but we did learn that if you have a paper cut on your chestal region, any region, chapstick yeah. can yeah. can fix it, and also any any region. Any is, region is in this exact situation, yes, I paper cut my boobs, including a massive paper cut on memorable memories. Well, thank you, Fuzzy. The man-child, sasky girl, and the girl-dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here on Friday morning. The weekend is here. Very important part of every Friday is to head into the weekend with a clear conscience. So we are here for the airing of the grievances. And this is very weird. Tyler, you're apparently going to give some kind of lecture about safety this morning. <laughs> safety it makes no is sense. very important. <laughs> just well, to remind everybody, this is the same person who climbed a ladder and then decided to hop it across the room so he could get something. He's like, I don't need to come down. I can just hop it across the room while I stand on top of it. Yeah. Didn't you also like hurt yourself fairly recently trying to do like a flip in the hallway here outside of the Virgin Radio Studios? Let's not let the facts get in the way of a good story, guys. We are here to talk about safety. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to shame yourself into good behavior (laughs) and personal safety. And this is one of those moments. Gotta say, I've been careless, reckless, flagrant for far too long. Tempting fate, playing with fire, daring a higher power to strike me down. I need to stop with the insanity. Some things I would never, ever do in life would never drive without a seatbelt. Yeah. I would never go skydiving without a parachute. (laughs) That's good news. I don't think you'd go skydiving, to be honest. (laughs) I would also never sit down at a table with another person and a pistol between us and play Russian roulette. Definitely. great that you've got those limitations. So, with all that being said, why the hell have I been using the crossing fingers method of birth control Oh boy! <laughs> since the year 2014. Oh no. See, it's uh, really, really dumb because we already have two younger roommates. Yeah. Those guys are honestly my best pals in life. They're so good. And Kane and Nate, they're enough. 
Yes. They're enough. <laughs> They're also like at an age where they can like do a lot of things on their own. Yeah, yeah. They are enough. And 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 childbirth is a miracle. And I don't want to yes. give any spoilers here. Babies are a lot of work. <laughs> they are. And then, like, you know, then they get older, their work, and then they get older than that, their work, and then they just, I don't know if the work ever ends. It's rather large commitment to create life with your, uh, <clears throat> with, the, with what stuff. Is that? What kind it, of point is that? It's literally a lifetime commitment. <clears throat> you know, the areas. You yeah, make okay, life we with know, it. We all know the area. So I'm speaking something to existence right now. I. Tyler Hall really need to quit procrastinating. Yes. And get a vasectomy. Yes, you do. It's the one year anniversary for Matt next week. Yeah. To celebrate, you should go. And every week, Tyler said, you know what? I should get one of those. You know what? I should get one of those. But now he's speaking it out for many, many, many people to hear to hold him accountable. You listening right now are officially my accountability buddy. Oh. My, my snip scissor. <laughs> snip sister. My laser lad. My no more babies friend. <laughs> my. Oh. <laughs> Where are you going to go? Salad tong. I don't know. I don't. Do they don't use salad tongs for use, that procedure, do they? They I, definitely I not. do not. It is such a quick and easy and simple procedure. And if you follow the guidelines after, you'll have a very quick and painless recovery. Thank you, Danae. You are a great accountability buddy. Fuzzy, yes. I'm counting on you. <laughs> and I'm counting on you listening right now. In fact, ask me in a couple of weeks or yeah. a month or two. <laughs> say, oh, a uh, month or two? Why say, are uh, that? Hey, Tyler, you still got uh, bullets in that chamber? Oh, my gosh. No, just I mean, text no. in the word snip. You still snip. looking up at the sky, putting your hands together and saying, please, Jeebus. Please, Jeebus, I know we never talk. That is not a good form please, of birth control. Please, hook a brother up <laughs> by not hooking up no more brothers or sisters <laughs> coming from my loins. Uh, if my answer is yes, oh. that I have not yet received a vasectomy, you have my undying permission to completely shame me. Shame. 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 So get your... Scissors are ready. No, and it's not here's scissors. What, no, here's what we'll do. I'll make sure. I'll make sure that you get the, what's what's your drop dead date on getting this done. You set a date right now. Well, uh, no, know, like sometime this year. No, okay, okay. No, no. that's not soon enough. No, you know how many chances there are to get pregnant in a year? Well, <laughs> if December thirty first of twenty twenty three rolls around and you haven't had it done yet, then on January first, New Year's Day. I will do it myself. <laughs> you know what? Gross. Get it done this month. My Prevent man, that. No, no. My man just gave me an excuse to procrastinate. No. I would love to look you in the eye while you do that procedure on me. I'm doing awful. it with a rusty knife. I hear that's how they do it. That's that why I've been procrastinating. Not- this is Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio. Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Calgary's own Tate McRae, our princess. <laughs> the only thing missing from our city in The Last of Us Season 1. <laughs> totally. But maybe 
Season two, just saying, <laughs> could be a thing. <laughs> there you go. We're almost uh, dreading Sunday, Danae, not because it's just the end of the weekend. It's the end of The Last of Us, the last episode of the first season. Sunday scaries at an all-time high as we say goodbye to this show that has captivated so many of us for the last eight weeks. Well, and how many characters, too? Oh. I mean, what what's going to happen? I know. That's the thing. In the, like, preview for... Episode 9, there's a lot of explosions and a lot of, like, we made it this far, we got to continue, that kind of thing. And it's just, like, I, I'm really horrified. There's also, like, the gamers out there that, like, know what's going to happen, that have been, like, sprinkling things around. And I'm like, stop, stop. I've never played the game, but I'm so invested in just the show. To all those gamers, I'd like to suggest, maybe you're just not very good at the game. Maybe that's why you're saying Joel dies. <laughs> maybe you just suck. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe that's yes, it. Yes, I'm choosing to take that into my Sunday night. Yeah, and I don't know if that's a thing or not because I'm not reading any <laughs> hypothesis or spoilers or, or whatever. I have no idea. I long for the ride. Totally. Excited for it. What's cool about uh, Sunday, though, after the finale of The Last of Us, there is a making of the first season, like, documentary-style featurette where it has the whole cast talking about making The Last of Us, which fuzzy... Was apparently shot in Calgary. Yes, like, yes. I, I mean, every Monday I feel like I've watched a documentary <laughs> on the making of The Last of Us <laughs> with people saying, "Was that the, yeah. what mall was that? Where was where was this, uh, the 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 merry-go-round from? Oh, I feel like that bridge was somewhere. I've been on that bridge before. <laughs> I've seen the making of The Last of Us, and it's watching you two uh. just sit there and go, "I think well, this is this. This has got to be Waterton. Oh, that's Lethbridge. Do you know what's missing from that breakdown every week, though? What? Our man Double P ain't yeah. in it. Pedro Pascal talking about making the show The Last of Us Around Alberta and here in Calgary. Negative degree temperatures with a wind machine was going So that was hard <laughs> and fun. It was so fun. The amount of detail going into everything is incredible. These two guys are in the full suit and I got tears in my eyes. It was an enormous undertaking for everyone. Sounds intense, looks even more intense. And essentially, it is a giant love note to Calgary. Sure because it's all people here in the city that made this thing happen. So while Pedro Pascal, a.k.a. Double P, and Bella Ramsey are talking about how much fun they had filming here, that's because of Calgarians. And uh, so it's going to be really, really cool to get to see really them all shine super bright in this behind-the-scenes documentary. Can't wait to see that. We're sad for The Last of Us. We're excited for The Thing. And then if season two can start two weeks from next Sunday, yeah. that would be perfect. I think they still have to shoot. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio.